Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. In Genesis chapter 21, verse 1 and 2, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had what spoken. Verse 2, For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God has spoken to him. Please take your seat, Divine Visitation, Part 2. There are degrees of visitation. They could be broken into two. Maybe there will be more as we grow and discover more. But the first one can be a visitation that you can consider as the realm of guest. It's a guest realm. Where in the Old Testament or under the Old Testament era, God visited his people with a spontaneous manifestation which was intended to deal with a matter and thereafter he returned. So it was a spontaneous visit or manifestation of his presence to deal with a matter and then thereafter he left. You see some in John chapter 5 when the Bible said that every year and John chapter 5 is still under the Old Testament actually where every year the angel of the Lord came to stir the water once a year and healed one person and then will come the angel will come back another year once stir the water and then go so when we say a visitation even humanly a visitation could be when you make yourself a guest in somebody's life or house and it could be arranged or it could be a spontaneous one depending on conditions prevalent at the moment but you hear a phrase like you have overstayed your what welcome. So a visit has time. And so under the Old Testament era God visited his people. You see Samson, the spirit came upon him, did something and then the spirit will lift. You know, so that is one degree of visitation. It's the guest realm which is normally seen or particularly um, seen during the Old Testament era. Now under the New Testament era, we see another dimension. And that dimension is the dwelling or the habitation realm. In that dwelling realm, under the New Testament or the New Covenant era, the spirit of man and the body of the believer have been given the capacity to permanently house or accommodate the whole Godhead and the cargo of heaven. 
as you say it again. In the Old Testament, God used to come in and go. Under the New Testament era, the spirit of man has been regenerated. And that regeneration that you, you become when you become born again has given your spirit the capacity. Not only your spirit, but your body also. So that's why he says that, don't you know that your body is the temple of God? So now God comes to dwell in your spirit within this temple. Permanently. Because you have been given the capacity to house God, the Godhead, the three-in-one God, and all the resources that God comes with. That's why I'm using the word, the cargo. So all the power of God. Like Jesus said, you have become partakers of my divine nature. And the Bible says, and God, it pleased the Lord to dwell in us. So now, this level of visitation is a visitation that God comes to dwell, not a spontaneous visit to do something and then thereafter return. But after the death of Christ, we have received the Holy Spirit abiding in us forever. And so, it's here with the cargo. Are you here now? Are you sure you are here? So, that is a second realm. And this second realm is a very powerful realm. However, it has challenges. And the challenge does not come from God's side. The challenge comes from our side. And like any other house that houses an important guest, that guest is so important to you in the short run. And it takes quality discipline to maintain the status or the reverence <laughs> of the guest who has come to stay in your familiar territory. I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well. I'm just saying that if I were to come to your house, you are likely to go into your, your reserve and bring your best glass and your best plate. Lay your best table to serve me. And that could continue one week, two weeks, as long as I'm staying there. My pastor is here. My general overseer is here. One month, you put up your best. But after one month, you see that we, I, I will start being served with food that was not cooked that very hour. It's not like it's bad food, but before, it, it, you just brought it from fire to me. But now, it's like, Pastor, some jollof is there. Do you, it's, it's like, after a while, you realize that you yourself, you are downgrading the treatment that you started with. I'm saying that, so a challenge with this habitation realm is that, you see, when you become born again, friend, you start experiencing the, the dimensions of the spirit. You don't joke with your prayer life. You are, you are very conscious about the presence of God. You watch what you say. You watch what you do. Where you go. Who you relate to it. You don't want to be defied. You don't want the temple to be defiled. No way. But after a while. After a while. When you are watching something with the Holy Ghost. Cramp, you forget that you and the Holy Ghost are watching. Hey, something. So, 
so the, I'm just trying to show you why it is necessary for us to have a conference or a convention like the visitation con- convention. Because the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. So when we are saying visitation, we are not asking him to come. We are rather asking him to show up. The coming and showing up, they are two different things. So coming is presupposed that possibly is somewhere that he is coming, like in the guest room. But here we know that he is here, but he is not manifesting. So he is in the house, but you are not feeling him. He's not coming to the table. You see that some people, when they are in the house, the whole family can go sit at the dining table and eat. They will come later when everyone is done. That's when they will show up or they will eat in their room. But we, so he is here, he is in us. But we are asking him to manifest himself in our midst. Are you here now? Yeah. So you can have the Holy Spirit in you and he is not transacting with you. So in a visitation, we want to put ourselves in the condition because the problem is not him, the problem is us. We want to put ourselves in a condition, in a mind frame, in a spirit frame so that we'll be able to be at the same level with him and get him to move in a more comfortable way that he feels to move. Now, when we are affected, he can choose to move or not to move. But there is a way that we can set ourselves in a particular condition. And wow, he will move without even us knowing that he's moving because this is fish in water. An atmosphere you create and you see that God will be moving, 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 moving this week. That is what will happen in your life. That amen should be louder than it is. So that's the second degree. It's a very powerful degree and that means that you and I can travel anywhere with God and still have the move of God with us. Because he's in the habitation dimensional realm with us. Praise the Lord. So we said in the first service that I have broken the purpose of visitation also into two. One, the provision dimension and the power dimension. Now, we didn't even go into that. I just mentioned conditions that will make God to visit. And I spoke about two of them. But let's look at when we talk about visitation, even naturally, what we are looking at. When we say a visitation, what does it even mean? A visitation, we said it's a Kessie call. On persons of importance for the purposes of fraternizing, fellowshipping, and honoring. That's for the first service. You can get it. Second, it's a trip to persons to sympathize or empathize with them in a moment of sorrow or trauma to ease their pain. Such as the one you do at the hospital when someone is sick, when someone is diseased, you go. It's a trip to people to sympathize or empathize with them. And that is why we have Jesus as our high priest who can be touched and who can feel our infirmity. So in a visitation, because he feels our infirmity, he comes in to help us. Praise the Lord. Number three, which is for this service, is a supernatural invasion into a place or a person's life to establish the will, the rule, and the agenda of heaven. Visitation is a supernatural invasion into a place or a person's life to establish the will, the rule, and the agenda of heaven. And here, you see that Jesus came on earth 
It was an invasion into the earthly space. When the Holy Spirit descended on the day of Pentecost, it was an invasion into the space of man. And it was so to establish the will, the rule, and the agenda of the personality that is visiting. So when God visits you, he can visit your heart that is failing to establish his will for your health, his rule in your life, and his agenda for your long life. So when God visits the keeper's house or he decides to manifest himself, it will be an invasion. You see that the service is not normal. The church is not normal. Are you here at all? You will see that it is not normal. We are enjoying a visitation. For instance, the April concert we did, we, we organized a concert under 10 days. And we didn't sponsor anything on Facebook. It is just a flyer we put there. Like that. Because these people, they were on me. I said, we are not doing anything. And then I said, we will do. By the time I said, we will do, we were almost left with a week. And then, but you can see the hand of God. You can see the visitation. So when we we are doing things, I want to be sure that God, you know, there's a dimension of God in it before we do. Because I don't want, I don't want to do a rock show. I don't want to do gospel rock show. I don't want to do musical concert. For me, it has to be on the program of God. And then we are sure that God will show up. Praise the Lord. And so by 5 p.m., the room was almost full. One person called me. He's a very dignified person in the city. He said, when he got to the junction, there were so many people. He had to drive away with the driver. He said, what is happening? He was coming for the program. He said, he was watching. He said, okay, inside is fine. I'll get outside. Outside, okay. It's like God has blown his whistle. Everybody meet here. It's a visitation. It's an invasion. You see that the king of kings is in a place. And and Bible says that Jesus said, he said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men. You see that when the spirit of God enters into a place, into a person, into a thing, it does so to establish the will of God, the rule of God, and the agenda of God. So you see that when God enters here, the will of God will be done. They will see the clear rule of God and what God wants to do, his agenda. So you see that he is able to overturn stuff. And I'm praying that this week, the will of God will be done in your life. The rule of God will be established in your life. And the agenda of the Lord will be initiated in your life. If that amen is louder, you and your house will encounter it. So that is a visitation. Number four, a visitation is a journey to supervise project sites by a superior to ensure good conduct and effective result within stipulated times or deadlines. Say it again. Should I say it again? All right. It is a journey to supervise project sites by a superior to ensure good conduct, I'm sure, of the workers on site, and effective results within deadlines. So you see particularly where a contractor, a building contractor, a minister, or a a superior, someone who is 
a project manager, he might have different sites and cannot be at the same all the sites at the same time, and then takes a time to do um, visitation of the various sites, and so that person takes that visitation to go and supervise what level of work is being done there. He sometimes goes there telling the people I'm going to come, or he goes there spontaneously, I mean unannounced, to see the conduct of the people there. Are you here? And to check their level of efficiency or effectiveness. And sometimes when they go there, they just begin to correct people that, hey, you people are not behaving well. Behave well. Sometimes they see that program is behind schedule. Project is behind schedule. Are you here? I'm just showing you that when God enters into a space, when he's visiting, he has this in mind to check your conduct, not only that, because he sees you as his project site and he sees your, your life as his project. So here is a site. We are the project. He comes here and he wants to check what is happening here. And one of the things among the many things he does apart from the conduct is to also check the effectiveness of the workers and the timelines is checking whether everything is on time. And so you see that a foreman in place is paying people and then has issues with people and sometimes little, little things can make the project delay. When the project owner comes, why is this beam not, not at this level? He said, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's a little, little project. He said, oh, and the iron rod, blah, 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 blah. The money you gave. He said, forget about iron. Hey, go and take two tons. Go and do this. He said, he overrules some of the little, little limitations that a common foreman may have. And because he's the financier of the project, he says, forget about this. We are doing it. Break this wall. Put this thing there. Do this. Do this. Do this. Because he has the power and the resources. To call the short. And so when God visits, he wants to find out whether your childbirth is on time. Whether your marriage is on time according to his timing. Whether your health is on time according to his timing. Whether your employment is on time. Your promotion is on time according to his timing. When he sees that things are behind shadow, he releases resources against which people, whichever people are working on ground. That's why he says that tomorrow let there be a track of cement here. Even though the project budget has its own way of doing this. Tomorrow I want a track. In fact, you people are not missing the cement with this cement machine again. You are bringing that track. That misses the cement. From today we have changed the schedule. We have changed the risk. Are you here at all? Have you seen that cement truck? That, that misses the cement wherever it comes and pours it. Whoa, like that. He said, you people are not carrying it again. Put everything that we are pouring everything in. That's a project owner coming there. He's a superior being. He can call the shot. He can change the timelines and make things happen. In this week of visitation, God is going to release resources. Power is going to fall. And God is going to change some timelines. Anybody whose life is behind the deadline, you are behind shadow. I pray in the name of Jesus that as God visit, your life will meet the timing of Jehovah. That amen is sick. It's not coming out at all. Please take your seat. So you see that God himself has come to town. That's what happened when um, Moses was asking God, who shall go with us? God said, I will send my angels. Moses said, no, no, no. Where we have gotten to know. We don't need an angel to lead us. You yourself must come. God said that I have come. By myself. 
and all my goodness. That's why he himself started leading the, you got to a point you realize that Charlie, the thing you are dealing with, you know, a pastor cannot help you. The thing you are dealing with, intercessors cannot help you. The thing you are dealing with, you need God himself to pay a visit. Are you here at all? You need, you need the project owner himself. He might not be an architect, but he knows what he wants. And when he gets there, oh boy, oh boy. He can make all the changes because he has the power to make the changes. I pray that God himself will appear in your situation, in your health. Eh? The doctors have tried that, but in this week, may the healer himself, the physician himself appear. Shout a louder, amen. Come on and shout a louder, amen. That's what, what happened. I'm sure they were making a debate in heaven. How are we going to give birth to this Jesus? Blah, 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 blah. God said that the way men are sinning on earth, you know, I am coming myself. And then God just decided to pay a visit on earth. Then he saw, he saw that every now and then, you know, it's like there are challenges here and there, here and there. He said, look, the way I'm going to appear, you know, I'm going to overrule all this husband thing, beating women. Uh, they say no sperm count here and there. As he himself just overshadowed Mary. Wham! And when the Holy Ghost just invades like that, we are not talking about sperm count, fibroids. By the time Mary knew, her stomach was swelling. No, come, no. F- I wanted to describe some things. Because sometimes the man wants to do something, the wife will say, I'm tired. Because he didn't produce chop money. And the guy, you know, you didn't talk to me well. Now you want to draw closer. Angel came and told Mary, the Holy Ghost, he himself will pay you a direct visit. Straight. Direct. Elizabeth and Zachariah, they were wondering in their old age, oh, do we know love? The angel said, where I come and said, my home. Man, wham, like that. Sarah, wham. By the time Sarah realized she was pregnant, it has ceased to be with her what was common to women. But wham. Elizabeth, Zachariah said, I'm old. My wife is so, wham. Hi. Invasion. Changing the dynamics. Ayakua takila dabahasa. I don't know. Is it some things? Eh? They have to follow step one, step two, protocol. One, two, three, natural. But when God is about to invade, visit, he can just change the dynamics. He, just, he will come. Everybody say, wham! Yes, you just enter there. You will wake up and realize that that your swollen leg is no more. They will ask you, why? You don't know. He asked them, how shall this be? They say, Holy Ghost is overshadowing you. Can we explain the process? That's an invasion. When you, you, that struggles to understand math. Kai. Something enters you. You see that you have become another man. This week, may the Lord visit us. I said, the Lord will visit us in Jesus' name. So powerful. So powerful. So, what are the purposes of visitation? What are they? 
I mean, we've grouped them, but I'm just going to mention them anyhow. I just mentioned a few to you. Hey! Powerful. Number one. God visits to save or redeem his people. The Lord visits to do what? To save or redeem it. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Very quickly please. First Timothy 2 4. Very quickly. I want us to pray. Let's read together. One go. Who will have all men. Who will have all men to be what? Saved. And to come unto the what? Knowledge of the truth. So when Jesus came on earth. This was his greatest purpose. That he will have all men to be what? Talk to me. All men to be what? saved. So, visitation is to save or redeem God's people. Redemption. So, salvation is a key purpose for divine visitation after the fall of man. Matthew 1, 20 and 21. But while he taught on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee, marry thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of what? The Holy Ghost. This is Jesus' birth. And then 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name what? Jesus. For he shall what? Save his people from the ashes. So the visitation of Jesus was to save his people from their what? Their sins. Luke 1, 68. In Luke chapter 1, verse 68, he says that, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. He has what? And redeemed his people. So visitation is for redemption. That is number one. Number two. God visits to bless his people. In Genesis chapter 12. Verse 1 to 3. Whenever God visits. He wants to bless his people. The people he redeems. He blesses them. In Genesis 1. Verse 1. Genesis 12. 1 to 3. said, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be what? A blessing. Verse number three. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And indeed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now remember that Abraham came from the background of idol worship. And God visited Abraham in his father's house. And asked him that he should leave his father's house. So that visitation one was for him to leave the physical place of his father. And that visitation was the reason why God started introducing blessing into the life of Abraham. He said when you live here. I will bless you and make your name great. Praise the Lord. So the visitation brought a blessing. It brought what? God did not visit him to kill him. He visited him to bless him. And to bless his generation. So anytime God visits, he wants to bless. He wants to do what? And I think we can even stand on the blessing alone and end the service. Because blessings are important. You must understand in this church that blessings go beyond the product of the blessing. That car is not a blessing. The house is not a blessing. The child is not a blessing. The blessing is more than all these things. The blessing, the Bible said, it is the power of God to cause you to get wealth. Is the power of God to do what? 
in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, it says that, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you the power, the power, the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy father's as at this day, unto there's a covenant is all with Abraham, and he empowers you. So the blessing is a spiritual power. Call it an anointing. It's an anointing or a supernatural empowerment, a fortification from the Lord that makes you to get wealth. And what is wealth? Wealth is not riches. Wealth is the sum total of every good thing that God brings unto you. Naturally, wealth is not just cash. Wealth, Hayakadosa. Part of your wealth is your, is the social capital you can draw from your social network. People are your wealth. Friendships are wealth. Are you here? Your, your health is your wealth. The land you have is part of your wealth. The money is part. The ability to breathe well is part of your wealth. So God gives you power. It's a blessing. That is why in Ecclesiastes it says that I am the Lord that gives you power to be able to eat. Some people have money, but they are not blessed. They, they can't eat. They can't eat. You eat, you eat small. I'm praying that anybody struggling to even drink water, God should use this visitation to visit them. It's no longer funny. You, that people cannot, they are drinking water, they are afraid. Because the system will not discharge the water by itself. They either have to go and do some, 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 something, you know. I don't want to mention so that you feel like I'm saying you are cursed. I'm not saying you are cursed. I'm just saying that it's a blessing that when you are there, you feel like your scrotum is heavy. And your bladder is heavy. And you go and pour. I'm preaching. What, what do you think I'm doing? That, that, he said, my bladder is heavy. Wait, I'm going to weary. Some people cannot weary like that. They have to go machine will weary for them. Some people cannot pull. Shall they? Not be easy. And they, some people have money, but they cannot pull. May you always have the ability. It's a blessing. The visitation is for a blessing. That is, the visitation is for a divine rewiring. Because God realized that where Abraham is coming from, the foundation, the wiring is not geared towards blessings. He says that, I have visited you to wire you. And one of the wiring was, I will make your name great. Great name is part of the blessing. Are you here at all? I will make your name great. Your business will be great. Your children will be great. He blessed and blessed his generation. He says that anyone that blesses you is blessed. And the one who curses you is cursed. That one too is part of the blessing. It's God talking to somebody here. From today, may the visitation bring you a blessing. As you move on in this life, you will never be small. You will always be great. In the mighty name of Jesus, that amen is right. I'm not seeing men shouting amen here. No wonder now is women giving men money. 
Men, shout amen. Let me hear. No man here will be fed by a woman. Shout amen. Yes, now. Yes. Yes, I was going to walk away. About a shell, sir. I said, Shame, I'm going to walk Bema, she be you. God called Abraham out. It's not a mistake that God handed the garden over to Adam, man. Called Abraham out. Said, let the rest of the people follow. And you may go on your meas, she said, I say, be no mudi anymore. Your meas, she said, I say, be no mudi anymore. Say, if a man and a woman are in a relationship, chale. The woman can be so blessed, but let it not be that you don't have anything to give her to make her happy. Because some of you, your wives will have more money than you do. But it is not to say you to you are poor. You are not even able to buy. You have to collect her money to buy phone for her. What kind of lifestyle is that? Like you can't stop somebody God has blessed. You understand? That you married a woman and by her covenant, God has blessed her. But you can still buy a house for her and pay the rent. Not collecting her money to pay the rent. You can buy the house. Even though But you can enter your own account and say, I bought the shoe for you. I bought the bag for you. I bought the dress for you. I paid the kids' school fees. Do you understand? That God bless your wife does not mean you must be useless. I'm saying that that's why God must visit you. Is the reason why he made the man the head of the woman. And God has been taking care of us. Even though we have been praying since. Our prayer has not changed the rules. If we are a man, we see power. <laughs> psychological blackmail. There's an old proverb. He says, he who blows the pipe. Determines the tune. Charlie, I say, I'm baby. I mean, even if you are not there in terms of resources, eh, they must know that there is something on you. When we're going to marry, mommy asked me, How much is your salary? I was a national service personnel. I told her that time it was 1.5. You were 1.2, they used to give 1.5. My, my, my firm used to, the church used to give me 1.5. But it was 1.2 for my, my mates. I said it's 1.5. But I have anointing. <laughs> I said, I have anointing. I said, I have programs. I, in a month, I have like four, six programs. I preach here. These people give me this these people give me five million. These people give me. I always earn more than the church pays me, so we can add that one to the planning. You say okay. He <laughs> say if it's one point five. You say I want to know so that I will know what to do with it because she's a student. She she had just finished it. She was not working. So 
What do you, even if you have small, you carry something. And that's why I'm saying that this visitation is going to change your genes. The visitation will come and kill that thing inside you. And take you to a land God himself is showing you. Shout a louder and a better amen. Who's a major preaching? No. You see that the women in the house, they don't marry. So God comes and just shift your own system and say, you, you are going to marry. It's a blessing. You can't see it. You can't see it. it's intangible, but it's very powerful. It's a, something is working on the inside of you. Something is, yeah. everybody may have cancer, but after this visitation, you, your system will never accept the cancer in the name of Jesus. I have blessed you, blessed your children, blessed your, the work of your hands. Wherever you are going, you are blessed. Say, I'm blessed. One more time, shout, I am blessed. Say, in this visitation week, I'm expecting the blessing of the Lord. One more time, say, I expect the blessings of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout the blessings of the Lord are coming into my life. And my life will never be the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I am blessed and blessed and blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. One more time, shout, I am blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. How many have I said? Two? I'll give you the last one and we'll close. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Job chapter 10 verse 12. Job 10 12. One of my favorite scriptures. Job chapter 10 verse 12. Said, Thou hast granted me life and favor. And thy visitation preserved my spirit. Anytime God visits, he grants life and favor to the believer. Every time God visits, he will put his life into the person or the place and that place will encounter favor or that person will encounter favor. Please note that favor is always a top up of the new presence you are encountering. That's, you can be at level one because this is the anointing or the visitation you had. To move to the next level of favor, it it requires another level of encounter. That is why his visitation produces that life. And that life shifts you to that level of favor. When the angel or God visited Mary through the angel, it brought new life to Mary and it brought a high favor unto Mary. And that favor gave her the ability to conceive without the engagement of a man. Favor gives you an ability to conceive and deliver beyond your natural capabilities. Kaladu Zabaya. I know I have this person, that person, this knowledge, that ability, blah, 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 blah. They can take me to this level. But when favor comes into the equation, it will jump above what your natural abilities can do. 
That's what I'm talking about. Anybody operating outside favor, you are just laboring. You are laboring and your results are going to be limited. It takes favor. Shout favor here. Say, I received the life of God through visitation that produces favor. And this is Job. After his disastrous breakdown, God decided to visit him. To give him life. And watch it. In Job chapter 42 from verse 10. The man was over the top. More blessed than before. When God was even saying he was blessed. In Job chapter 1. God said there is no godly man in the east. That is as blessed as Job. But in 42.10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. When he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice. As much as he had before, twi- say twice. And this twice is not just by, is it all the first one, he, all his life put together. In chapter one, they said he was a wealthy man. All his life from his Utah to that time. Then he became sicker for na- eight to nine months. Then when God was restoring him, he gave him favor. So within eight to nine months, he had twice what his whole life had put together because of favor that thing is going to come upon you in this week of visitation. It's going to come upon you. It's going to come upon you. I don't know if I'm going too fast. Favor is not normal. It's God's life. You go everywhere, you see that the way they accept you is different. The way that things fall in place is different. You see that the lines fall onto you. In pleasant places. It's favor. People cannot explain. And when people are carnal, they try to attack you. They think you have jumped the line. They don't know the life of God cannot be contained. It cannot be contained in a container. You can't con- There cannot be containment. You can't restrain it. It will just find a way. It Man, your age, favor will come upon you. And you are going to get twice. Within a short time, in the name of Jesus, by the visitation of the Lord, receive life, receive favor, and receive preservation of your life. Shout, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Beautiful. This is the week. This is the week. This is the week. Praise the Lord. And one of the things you can do to engage God in this kind of encounter of visitation is desperation for the move of God. Desperation. Desperation. Desperation is the pool of heavenly attention. When you are desperate, it makes you pull heavenly attention. Blind Bartimaeus, desperate for the move of God, started shouting. They say, shut up. He said, I'm desperate. A man that is desperate for God cannot shut up by the voice of men trying to say, shut up. When you are desperate for the move of God, you don't watch the church's prayer meeting to pray. You don't wait for the church's fasting to fast. You are desperate. Your, your desire is like your own thing. Kalazi Have you seen someone who is addicted to chewing pork before? They see every meat as pork. 
but they can smell the pork in the plate. And by the time you are eating with them, as you are cooking, as you are, as you are, you, you are concentrating on the chicken. Oh, you, by the time you open your eye, all the pork plus the fat, everything is gone. And when you ask them about where is the pork? They can give you a thesis on pork. They say that the fat is white fat. Is this is this correct fat? Is good fat? Forget about all that they are saying. They don't know what they are talking about. It's like when somebody is desperate, it's like the person is addicted. When they don't have it, they feel some ah I'm desperate for the move of God. I can't live an ordinary life. I'd rather die than to live an ordinary life. I'm desperate. For the touch of God. Visitation. When that desperation is there, it is like a pool. It's like a gravitational force. It just pulls God's attention to you. It's like you have become a hotspot. We have seen that there's a guy there. He's calling like Jacob until you bless me. I'm going nowhere. Then God will just stop like the way he stopped for blind Bartimaeus. Crowds were following him, hailing him, hailing him. You know, it's not everybody hailing that is desperate. Some people are just fans. As we are here talking about visitation, so many people are happy that we are going to have a program. The music will be great. We will dance. It will be a nice time. No. No. This is business time of the year. People are coming. He says that either it happens now or my life is gone. Is God talking to somebody? I'm tired of the dialysis. I'm desperate for a touch. I'm tired of the fibroid. I'm desperate for a touch. Tired of the unemployment. I'm are you here at all? May you receive the touch of God. Desperate people don't have shame. No shame. When a woman is desperate to deliver the baby, the labor starts. When they get to the hospital gate, they can control themselves on the road. Mm, mm, mm. As they enter the hospital, they start removing dress. Who is here? They don't care. Whether the boy is the nurse or the whoever is, see whatever you want to see. I want the baby to come out. They're not desperate people. Are not Why are you looking at me? I don't know. No, no. Their focus is pushing out the baby. Some of you have given birth here. The boys were at the labor ward. You are still pushing. Leave me alone. You are more desperate for the baby to come out and co- covering some things. Hey! Sister, your time will come. I see that you in the labor ward, only male nurses will be there. <laughs> Sometimes, Charlie, I'll call you out here and the moon you fair, or say, Oh, Pemu, and you know, and I'll call you a nurse. Oh, call a nurse, or she delivers you to Obi. And also, I say, Push. Oh, here, no matter, I say, One man, I got also by enemy. And then they do a work that we have few class on your type. And once a push, and I'll push this, ah, push this, ah. Yeah, no, I paper on home. Come on, come on, come on. Desperation swallows shame. When you are desperate, you become shameless. So desperate people, they, is if you are spiritually desperate for the move of God, everybody is eating. You are praying. Kolashka, parakadakada, rakadabalakata. They say, Yanko, who say, meba. 
Don't take it another direction because you know what you want. You are desperate for something. Konabi lakata kalata shkaya breko shto kalama rosta kaya. When I stand there as a minister, I must feel the vibes of the presence of God. There must be something. You should be tired that you are using skill to do things. You should be tired that it's the same old story. You should be tired that you are just a wife and just a mother and just an employee and just a child of God. You should be tired. You should be hungry for more. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul longs after thee. Deep colored unto thee. I want to drink more. I want to get drunk and booze. I want my eyes to be red. I'm desperate. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. They said, shut up. He said, you to shut up. I'm keeping shouting. Desperate people don't shut up. They keep pushing, pushing, pushing. They know what they want. I've been begging for two. Desperate people, they always have a way of shifting from lower course of life to a higher course of life when they see the visitation. I have been begging on this way for a long time. Now I've heard Jesus is coming. Even though it's the biggest market day. Today I won't beg for arm. I will go for the master. Is God talking to somebody? Imagine Jesus coming to town, the crowd. And a beggar is there. That's money now. Is that no money? Give me. And when Jesus is around, people are generous. He said, give me money. They will give you. Give me coin. They give you paper. Give me. That's the biggest market. But because of his desperation. He said, no. That's why I've been sitting here. They Look. They called him Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus. The Bible said that, and that was not his name, for he was the son of Timaeus. That, when you are in a situation when they are describing you, You have to be desperate. You have to know when the season has come for change. And be desperate for that. Is God talking to somebody here? This, this is the week. That's why you can't close from work and you are doing go slow. Go slow. Go slow. When maybe by now they have not started. Maybe how about being here by five and starting your own prayer? Bible said concerning prophetess Anna, she was in the church for over 80 years. Always praying for the consolation of Israel. Until the day they brought Jesus. I said, my eyes. Just waiting, waiting. Desperate people, eh? they just make up their mind that this is what I want and this is where I'm going. Anything can happen. I'm just carrying me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go, they go. They are just going. Everybody can go home. Anna will still be in the temple. Desperate. Everybody can go, chew, penina, blah, blah. This Hannah is still on ground. I want the baby. Pray, oh, until the prayer will weak her. The priest, grandpa, will come and misinterpret her desperation for. When you are desperate, many people, including spiritual people, may misinterpret your motive. But you have to be on ground. That Look, this one, the pastor is preaching, I drop in money, I drop in money, I drop in money. Sally was telling me, they used to tell her, ah, girl, you saw your papa. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, four years, no baby. Doctor said she couldn't deliver. This one they were afraid of is when she took seed and she delivered. That's when they inter- they really interpreted what really was happening inside. So when she yes, this is your season. She will now carry her one Ghana. <laughs> Building her altar, connecting with it. 
I do want to see a bomb pyamobiso obenya we no a connect it. What he says to one, he says to all. This is my prophecy. You see that no anamwa wonini panebo no anamwa say na strong. Onso one ware u fear kromo ware. And yes, show be saying na warrior be a fair. Nyamia show ni a boat declaration. This is your what what did I Raise that altar. When you are desperate, you raise an altar. Abraham was desperate. He raised an altar. Isaac, desperate. He raised an altar. Genesis 20 says, Jacob, desperate, being pursued. He raised an altar. All desperate people, they raise an altar to support their quest. And God visits them with that altar. Are you here at all? And the altar is always a prophetic altar. Don't be saying, oh, me back in person, house in here. fine. Charlie, bear fine. Just say, we are bare fine. Are you a living legend? Yenye. A bare fine for one in here. Nyame bachelet. Sunqua. Just why you almost are a boo on you, Diano. Nyame na crano. You know? Yen yame na only me obey. When I obey church and yame bay. Nyame renem repa. Sunqua. So, and pray on home. I'm going to pray on home. I'm going to pray on home. I'm going to pray on home. Move the hand of God. Do what? I can't hear you. Do what? We see, see, some people try to teach some things that sometimes confuse people in church that this predestined, blah, 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 blah. But in the Bible, we have seen God write something, speak something, then man engages him, then God changes what he has said. He told Isaiah, go and tell Hezekiah, you are a dead man. And God was not joking. The man now went to face God. And started talking about his sacrifices. Praying and talking about his sacrifices. God now told the prophet, before you go home, go back and tell him that. My sister. That we know what is written is written. But who wrote it? If it is God who wrote it, he has his own eraser. He can rewrite it. And we will not even know that something was altered. Because he is God. And so, nyamia nyawakana enwan obe enwan enenenedien. We know he knows the end from the beginning, but we boss you also obe sakui. Esa uko nyamia nim. Na wone no kokasa. Na nyamia nyomebi. Do you understand this? Are you sure you understand this? The specific thing has come. You need to face God. Raise your altar. Go on the altar. Raise it. That's why you see that. As I am here. I was just telling my wife that the birthday, the gift people gave me, the monetary gift people gave me to, I use it to sow seed. Because when those monies had not come, I was still alive. I used to sow seed, give some to people, up, down, middle, anywhere. I'm not thinking. Because all my life, I have never worked in any corporate body before. God has always taken care of me. I've always been on God's payroll. That's why I don't own anything. You take anything, I will follow God. 
The same God who brought me who will give me mompo. Yes, I don't do chamber with God. I want God to move. I know how to go and engage God. Of course, from a place of righteousness and authority. Praise the Lord. Engage. Don't be just saying, my wife, sometimes she really gets disturbed, our co-pastor, especially about women believing God for the fruit of the womb. She's always praying for them. And this is her disturbance. One of her disturbances is that when she was in certain situations, she was a crazy, she just looked at the trend and she saw that all those people were in crazy situations and wanted to come out. They were crazy sacrificial people. They were praying and their mind was sacrifice, 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 and they came out. So when he sees somebody who is very calculative in, in, a, in a very dire situation, he's just wondering, how are you going to move the hand of God with this, your prayer? How? Look at Hannah. She goes every year to pray, but she's carrying heavy sacrifice because this thing, they don't move it like that too. No, they don't move it. Something must move something. So she'll be wondering, so she'll just call somebody, say, you need to do some crazy, not once, so from time to time, I didn't move. And at least marrying her, I've seen her empty her account severally. Even though that, some of the things she calls major for her life. I, mean, I don't even see the M there. I don't see the M there. You see, she's all worked out. Praying in the house. Pray, 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 pray. She will pray. I say, I'm going to sow a seed. I'm emptying my account. I'll be wondering. Okay, let me not be the hindrance. So I'll step aside. But I wonder. I want just I wonder. So she'll be wondering, this woman, do they really want children? This guy, does he really want a job? This person does he does it the thing doesn't move like that. You have to be a crazy prayer person, you have to be a crazy sacrifice. Move the thing. How do curses come? By sacrifices. And Christ is the ultimate sacrifice. But this week I was with a professor here in one of the in the University of Cape Coast. She just told me, she said, My daughter has gained admission outside. There's no scholarship, but God is going to take care of me because my altar has never been dry. My altar has never been dry. He said, I don't know how I'm going to pay, but my altar has never been dry. And it's true. She's done super, super, super. Because she knows how to engage the altar of God through a sacrifice. Church, there is nothing in my hand that I cannot give it out like this. I don't even think. Just straight. Very sporadic, spontaneous, pop, 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 and the people in my office, we don't even, I don't even talk about it. I do many things. For me, I'm not here to waste. Oh. No, 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 no. I've seen Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I've seen them do it. And I've seen, ah, uh, there anything, you see that my altar will be rising like a human being growing or a pig we are feeding with wheat bran. Wham, wham. Wham, wham, wham. Like that. Sometimes some of my friends, when we are talking, genuinely ask me, Pastor, how do you do this? 
Yesterday, a, a friend called me. He says, you called for 5,000. How many people came out? I said, I didn't call for 5,000. I said, me, you know, generically, I'm writing 5,000 because this one we didn't plan. So anybody who wants to join me, it was why I called, join. Uh, he was watching social media and counting the people. I said, me, that is the pastor here. I didn't count the people who came out. He said, Pastor, Sally, no, I mean, I'll a thousand dollars. No, she more frank than get to see. Now, one time now. See, near thousand Ghana, thousand dollars. You know, when the young lady be so cosy, me so but ya. Did God call us differently? I said, no. The way we engage God is different. Do you get it? The way we engage God is different. So we all come here and pray. Some will sweat more than others. And still go and some people who sweated less will still have quicker response. Why? Because some of the things that are difficult for men, those are the things they have mastered. Raising a sacrifice on their altar. Moving, 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 moving. This morning I had a, a testimony from a sister from Canada. He's a medical doctor. He's our member. She went to study Make kind of so that you wouldn't say that. Um, she was just, she sent me, he said, <clears throat> he said, Daddy, good evening. I think last night, oh, 12.52, midnight. And I'm sure Canada was in the evening. He said, I want to share a miracle that I experienced within this past week with you. This testimony is to let you know that Every prayer and declaration you have made concerning my life has been fulfilled in its due season. I remember telling you I had to take a student loan from U.S. to supplement my tuition fees. To the glory of God, God used my maternal uncle in Ghana as a destiny helper to pay off the loan with its interest of almost 30000 U.S. dollars this week. He said, I remember you were always praying for favor for, for me before I left Ghana. I have enjoyed unprecedented favor since I came to Canada. And this is the biggest testimony of favor I have ever experienced. Thank you so much, Daddy, for your prayers, sacrifices, and support. La, 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 the rest is I love you and those of the love. There is plenty here. Hey, beautiful. I'll read another one for you. Uh, she's here. She won't come and say it, so me, I'll read it for you. 
Beautiful. <laughs> if you know yourself, you know yourself. The person's name starts with T. I won't mention it. T. <laughs> I want to ask if you would consider teaching my first year course for me this year. This is after morning flavor yesterday. The husband came out, the wife came out, 5K, 5K. He said it was a five-week course last year, but has now been cut down to three weeks. It will be taught online using blah, 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 learning platform from 31st May to 18th June. I have all the materials from last year, which will need modifying, blah, 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 new assignment, blah, 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 blah. So basically the professor is handing over her teaching role to this wonderful member of ours. Then then they sent a follow-up email, and this is, uh, the person is here, he's going abroad. He's doing something abroad, and the, the breakthrough is meeting her there. This is yesterday, after a morning flavor. I said, T, hello, what time do you arrive in so-so-and-so place on Wednesday? So the person in three days' time will be gone. And please give us a list of groceries, the many things to get for you before you even arrive here. And he said, Rev, see you how favor of God is work. You, you are there. You want to count your coins. People are moving things. Praying and moving things. And it's happening. He's in, she's in Ghana. They are arranging for her there. Arrange, say arrangement. Now tell somebody it works. I can't hear. Tell somebody it's working. Now tell somebody this week you shall receive a visitation. God is not dead. God is alive. Please, let's rise. You need to be desperate. You need to be that desperate. You need to tell yourself, I'm going to be here first. Nobody will take my place. You understand, sister? (laughs) Don't worry. What did I even say? Your delivery suit, Abby. I've introduced the lady nurses there now. (laughs) And female doctors. Church, when the man of God starts, the spirit of the Lord will come upon the man of you start saying, this is going to happen. That is going to happen. What do you do? Amen. Amen. You carry seed, you raise your seed. You, you see, that's why you see people walking from the back, dropping a seed. They are connecting. They are raising an altar. They, are you here at all? No seed is small. <laughs> when you are desperate for God's move, Whatever is in your heart is big enough for God. Me, I'm not waiting for surplus. No. It is nicer to go to the hospital to visit sick people than to be the sick who is being visited. It's nicer to be the one visiting. May we never be in a position of weakness, vulnerability, and disadvantage to some extent. Say amen. amen. Yeah, we, we can enjoy the best of this life. Is that also? Yeah. It's nicer to be the one lending than borrowing. They say, who borrowing? They If you are the one lending, you know you are parting with something. It's, 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 it
May God shift the positions for you in Jesus' name. That amen should come with some form of faith. It's powerful. This week here is the conference. Don't do this. Remember Tuesday, remember Wednesday, remember this, remember this. Share. Share. In the book of Acts, he said they missed the season of their refresher. They didn't even know it, but Jesus was crying. And Jesus wept because these people don't even know the time of their visitation. Oh, small, Musa. Some people, at this time now, this is the time. They will just go and get busy with many things. So, this week will be a frosty, BBS, Trabia, can't on train next week. So, when you break, so when you break. Life cannot be like this all the time. Life cannot be like where? Recently, somebody dashed me a land. And I realized that the week before I had signed a major check. And the person. He had pestered me, uh, me too. I was just doing hide and seek. Uh, then I was praying when the Holy Ghost now knocked my head. Abba, Abba, what kind of pastor are you? Your member want to see you, a pastor. So what will happen if you go to where he's trying to take? I didn't know the person wanted to dash me alone. All that time, I didn't know. And I make a lot of trips where God was just pushing me, pushing me. Go and what will happen if you go and see what he's showing you? Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> but it's good because some pastors have taken too much from people, so. It's like those of us who will be born in life too. It is also a very good experience for you. So that you don't say we came to steal, to kill and destroy. <laughs> God will do you good this year in Jesus' name. Lift your hands. Say Jesus. One more time. One more time. Say this week. One more time. Say this week. I am going to encounter your visitation like never before. One more time, say, Lord Jesus, this week I will encounter your favor, your life, life, in my life, I will encounter your life, in my life, your visitation, in my life, I will encounter it, in Jesus' mighty name. Please lift your hands and begin to pray to God, this is my week, Father, Lord, this week. With my testimonies, load this conference with my testimonies. Marrakesh to Paranaza, Jeka Baradazo, Farikas to Baradaza, Dentali Maros Tape. Pray, come on now, pray. Mazuta Lede Bosata, Jeka Laza, Rekosotali Baraza, Adula Mare Sole Bariga, Lantole Bradiga Baza. Come on now, raise your voice. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. This week, let me see your hand at work. 
Father, I will see your hand at work in my life this week. Leko para noche, kento si pradiga, atole pradiga. Ikatala mandolobo setelebe, reko separiadosa, adule bregisolaya. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Mashato kelebe redede, reko separiadosa. Azule beregere beregere asato la bradiga Come on now somebody pray Ay 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 Malakata bahaya Oh God we lift your name Come on, raise your voice. Hey, da, da, da. We left your name. Hosanna. In the highest. Lift your voice. We left your name. Hey, we left your name. Raise your voice, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in this convention, I will see my testimony. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. I will see my altar will speak. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministry.